What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to a draft night special of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Hope you guys are all doing well. Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit this evening. We're going to keep you up to up to date and in tune with what's going on in the NFL draft while we talk some sports collectibles. If you're new, I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Chris Stuber and the man behind the scenes, James Gale. What's up, boys? How are you guys? It's exciting, Rob. NFL Draft Night. This used to be a huge night for me personally. Uh, I used to cover the NFL Draft back in the day, but doing the collectible thing with Rob and the gang, so it's always a lot of fun. But NFL Draft Night, it's a uh, it's a huge night for a lot of young men. It's a big night for a lot of fans around the NFL universe. But I hope everyone's enjoying it. James, I know that you have a lot of... Um, Angst for this one, maybe? I don't well, know. Well, I, I made a few bets. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we have a draft tracker. Hold on, let me bring it. It's blank right now. Yep. Mm. Cool. Yeah, and we'll take a a little bit of a, a, a deeper dive into it. See who's on the board already ahead of our Sage High Series yeah. break. And Chris is going to be under a lot of pressure tonight. Yeah. Because I have two boxes and yeah. I was told by the manufacturer that one of them is a hot box. Uh. Uh, so, so you're saying there's a chance I could pick a good one. Yeah, you got a 50-50 chance. All right. And All right. if you're a betting man like no James, he, he likes those odds. James, what do I you do think? I do very much. Am I going to do well in this one? <laughs> I think so. Okay, I hope. You'll, sound, right. too, you'll sound too confident there, James. Working behind um, the scenes. <laughs> a quick note, though. Moving forward, we're going to go back to the old school method of determining winners, meaning you'll need to retweet a tweet for each product we break instead of just the one. Uh, but by all means, if there's a product you don't really want the cards from, well, then don't bother retweeting that particular tweet. Reason right. being is... We found out that there's been some updates to Twitter API and the Easy Promos uh, program that we use, and it limits the number of winners. And a lot of times we have way more winners than the number allowable. So to make sure that we can continue to use Easy Promos, we need to uh, employ the old school method. So yep. everybody got that? Cool? Good? Okay. We'll remind you, but yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Well, even though it is uh, NFL draft night, it is also baseball season. And yeah. it's fair enough to say that it's in full swing at this point. And with May right around the corner next week and the weather starting to get warmer across the country, we wanted to talk a little MLB pitching records with our go gts live yeah. q of the week poll today so chris sure of only these live era mlb pitching records which is the least likely to ever be broken one career saves which is 652 and the record holder for that is mariana rivera 
Two no hitters at seven, and that's held by Nolan Ryan. Consecutive scoreless innings at 59, Oral Horsheiser. And last but not least, career shutouts at 63, Warren Spahn. So some good little records here. And currently we have 44.4%. The no hitters with 63 votes. We got to get that up. So go to GoGTS Live's Twitter account and please vote for that if you have not so already. Uh, so 44.4% no hitters, following by career shutouts at 25.4%, career saves at 23.8%, and the zero runs inning streak is at 6.3%. Interesting. You could easily make the argument that for none all of them. of them will be broken. Yeah. Um, I think the one that is honestly the most likely to, well, how many? Here's the thing. Um, I was looking at active career saves leader, and I forget who the guy is, but he's got 397, and this is his 13th year in the league. Yeah, it's uh, Craig Kimbrell is at 397 right now. Is it Kimbrell or is it? I think Kembrell was in second place. He could I, be. I don't think he is. Yeah, I, um, I think there was somebody else ahead of him by just a few. I just know he is because the Phillies won today and he got the save and he's at 397 now, they said. so. All right. So that said, both of those guys have been in the league since 2010. Mm-hmm. So this is their 13th year. Right. Mariano Rivera was in the league for 18. Yep. So 652. So we're talking 255. So someone wanting to come close to that record, 255 divided by five, do the math. Yeah. Um, so that it, it's definitely doable but i i don't know you know i i think like these are such great achievements in a pitching career that all of these i could see not being surpassed but i think the one that is the toughest just because of the way that baseball is today is the no hitters Starting pitchers do not go past the sixth or seventh inning on the regular like they used to. Pitch counts are in this game more than ever. Mm-hmm. And they get pulled and bullpens are more and more dependent upon to finish out games. So the no hitters by Nolan Ryan, while it's only seven, think about how many no hitters there's actually been in baseball. It's, it's not many. It doesn't occur all the time. So for one guy to get surpassed seven no-hitters in their career, I don't see it happening. But that Rivera, 652, that is Someone daunting. would have to – both of the people in the one and two position, they would need to average over they, – they'd need to average 51 saves a season for five yeah. consecutive years. Tough. I mean – you have to be on a great team, too. I mean, Rivera was on the Yankees, and yes. they were dominant. So you have to be the right pitcher. You have to be dependent upon the closeout games probably every single game. It's not a bullpen by committee. And you have to win. So now the question with 
career shutouts is do you just need to be the pitcher of record? Do you need set? How many innings pitched in a game do you need to record a shutout? Or does it have to be a complete game? So if there, I think there are two different things, though. Is it a complete oh, game shutout or yeah. is it a team combined I mean, you shutout? Can't, you can't get a Warren shutout Spahn without throwing a complete game. That, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because back in the day with Warren Spahn, there was no such thing as a combined shutout. Correct. So <laughs> if it's a complete a game shutout, that's not happening metrics. either. Yeah. So yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. The combined shutout is a saber metrics era um vernacular in baseball right. so that's why i was i was surprised to see that career shutouts and no hitters weren't closer and again mm. we've got a a low sample size right now um so and then you know honestly <laughs> 59 games. I mean, <laughs> 63 innings would be seven seven consecutive games, right? So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all of these are so hard to accomplish. Um, the, and the the fact that, it, in all honesty, that of 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 these four, three have happened in you. In all of our lifetimes, you, me, and James. Right, sure. I mean, that's that's remarkable, but it shows you how much the game has changed in such a short amount of time. It has. I think every game, I mean, of the four majors has changed completely in terms of how points are being scored or how runs are being obtained or, you know, it's just, for instance, in football, we're probably never going to see... I don't want to say because there is one player who could possibly do it. Another 10,000 yard rusher in the NFL. The only player that is probably on pace to do it is Derrick Henry. I mean, NFL currently. And no one's going to come, you know, Barry Emmett numbers. No one's going to even come close to that. And I know the running backs are now what they used to be, but they're still dependent upon to put up some yardage for teams. It's just either their career doesn't last that long or, the offense is more of a passing game. Well, that's the other thing, not only in football, but also in baseball, the uh, longevity of player careers has really shrunk over time because everybody thinks they're going to catch lightning in the bottle with the next draft and is not willing to hold on to players as long. And so I think getting back to the poll question, you know, it doesn't surprise me that zero run inning streak is the lowest because I suppose you could get lucky. It, mm-hmm. That's not dependent on a complete game. So you get, you know, what, 15 starts for you only last four innings, but don't give up a run. Yeah. That's sick. That's 60 if my math is right. You know, so there you go. if that's how they record it sure um but yeah that's i guess that's possible but they're all very hard to obtain and i would not be surprised if any of those are ever eclipsed yep so do us a favor let's get that sample size 
ideally at least up to 125 before the end of the program. Uh, we'll check back into it and actually not too long here, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what it actually finishes at. Yeah. James, did you have any comments about this poll topic? No, I was, well, yes, I do have comments. Sorry. I was uh, making the draft tracker look a little bit better, but um I mean, I think I voted too fast because I just went, <laughs> I went right to zero run inning streak because they talk about it all the time out here because Oral Hershiser is a broadcaster Oral for Hershiser. the Dodgers. Yeah. So they talk about that record a lot. So I was just like, oh, yeah, that's one. But then, I mean, like you said, you could vote for any of them. Uh, really and to be, uh, but now that I've heard it and like just thinking about it for a little more, the zero run inning streak is the one that'll probably be most likely to be broken. Least likely, I'd career shutouts. Yeah, nobody throws complete games anymore, and I mean that's you're, it's also dependent on the defense. Yep, same as I no mean, hitters, but I mean, did who has did I I wasn't listening again. I was making the draft thing look nice, but who leads in currently in no hitters? It's uh, Nolan Ryan. No, no, of active players. Uh, there's actually a handful with two, yeah. and Justin Verlander has three, but he's not going to get four. No, yeah, he's at yeah, 40 yeah. years old. He's hurt. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's had a long, yeah. long career. So I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, if he if he had been at four three years ago, possibly, yeah. possibly, you could tie yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Well. Uh, thanks, everybody who has weighed in. And uh, again, uh, give that a retweet so that your followers can see that and weigh in as well. Uh, all right. So we've got the housekeeping about pulling winners out of the way. Poll question. I guess that means it's now time for our weekly hobby happening segments. And uh kind of short this week not a yeah. whole ton going on just a few news notes and nuggets from around the web but let's tackle them in hobby happenings here uh we'll talk with some crime news first sports collectors daily reports that a former city employee and college basketball coach in indiana is accused of using $246,000 in city funds to buy sports card boxes, hmm. some of which he then sold online for profit. I like I like how they put the profit in because when you steal something, <laughs> it, it's all profit, right? Oh, he didn't rip all the boxes open with himself and, you know. <laughs> Mark Green, 51, the former parks superintendent in Columbia City near Fort Wayne, is now facing charges of corrupt business influence, official misconduct, and four counts of theft. All of this under the banner of embezzlement. Court documents show that Green bought boxes of cards from a local hobby shop. Oh, and that shop just lost their whale. Holy cow. Using a city credit card and indicate that the scheme, uh, scheme, scheme lasted from 2018 until just very recently. Hmm. Green turned himself into authorities and was released the same day under a $50,000 recognizance bond. He's expected in court next week. A card error and a full-page apology ad in the newspaper. What year, what team, and what pack? Find out.
Let's talk about the only card error in history that required a full-page ad in the newspaper to apologize for it. Clark Griffith was the owner of the Washington Senators, and he wanted to move the team to Minnesota. Now, one of the most important things to Clark was that both St. Paul and Minneapolis supported the team. So he didn't want the team name to alienate either of those communities. So they settled on the Minnesota Twins. So imagine how mad Clark Griffith was when the 1961 Post Serial Cards came out and it said Minneapolis at the top of the card. So according to Don Maybe, who's the expert on these 1960s Post Serial Cards, the error was caught before the cards went to press, but they had to be released, otherwise the entire set would have been delayed. So a second printing came out that listed the team name correctly, but that didn't keep Post from apologizing publicly. A full-page ad was taken out in the Minneapolis Star Tribune with the headline, Boy, did we goof. Isn't that cool? Who would have thought? Well, eBay is sponsoring a series of collectible trading events at local hobby shops this year and held its first event at Baseball Card Connection in Illinois this past Saturday. Now, I couldn't find a... a or locate a full participating list, but Sports Collectors Daily notes that other stops include May 13th at Santiago Sports Cards in Mattawa, New Jersey, June 10th at Troll and Toad, a gaming store in Lexington, Kentucky, and as yet unannounced dates at Hoodies Collectibles in Beaverton, Oregon, and Bullpen, LA. Nice. A big sale, as reported by SC Daily, a single signed Walter Johnson American League Baseball with the original box sold for over $315,000 early Sunday as a part of Leland's spring catalog auction. The price is the most ever paid for a ball signed by Johnson, who died in 1946 at the age of 59. Yeah, cut autos of him are hard to come by. And the fact that that person had the original box still yes that's mm. awesome oh yeah walter johnson is the only member of the inaugural class of the hall of fame uh, of who i don't own a game used memorabilia card what was his nickname do you know the big train very good and but and i i, I keep it on the watch list but probably not going to happen. The only game used card to ever come out for Walter Johnson was game used baseball card by Panini in National Treasures Baseball. And they hmm. typically, when they do pop up, I think there's only five and they usually go for $3,000 to $3,500. Really? Nice. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Um, anyway, on to things. <laughs> well, let's talk PSA collectible magazine covers. Here's a preview of the new issue with editor-in-chief and publisher Jack Archer. It's Grail Mary season at PSA Magazine this month with a trio of goat-wide receivers fronting our May issue. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Larry Fitzgerald. Each cover will be evenly and randomly allocated to Collectors Club members with the lucky 84 receiving a Randy Moss variant in gold form. Inside, Larry Fitzgerald kicks things off with best hands in the hobby, an exclusive interview that covers what it's like to super collect yourself. Next up, Top Set Maverick, a collector Q&A with the wild stat line. 
over 5,100 PSA graded Dirk Nowitzki cards, including 127 one of ones. Super Freak rampages through Randy Moss's best cards, Rare Air skies above the rest with Michael Jordan and Nike, and Pokemon crashes game night and a wild card appears. Next, PSA autograph sales rep and Jerry Rice fanatic Michael Diaz speeds into Fast Five, Kaboom Kabus covers market highs and lows, and a Funko Pop quick hitter closes things out. That's it for this issue, and in case you missed it, the latest upgrade to the PSA app debuts an interactive new grade reveal experience. Don't wait to download. I'm Jack Archer for PSA. Thank you for watching. This week, Upper Deck unveiled its evolution for authentic digital collectibles. Now, before you roll your eyes, Upper Deck has put a creative spin on things, furthering the bridge between digital and physical. Once an authentic digital collectible is purchased on Evolution, it can remain on the platform and be traded for other authentic digital collectibles. Alternatively, it can be transferred to EPAC and traded for physical items like trading cards, grander coins, and memorabilia in a safe and secure peer-to-peer platform, making this the first time in the hobby that digital collectible items can be traded for physical items and vice versa. Very cool. That is... That's Definitely nice. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a sweet deal from Beckett Grading Services for this week only. Take advantage of free ground shipping on standard and priority card grading orders. Signatures for Soldiers has once again been named the official charity partner for this year's National Sports Collectors Convention in Chicago. Pristine Auction will be hosting a month-long auction in July with the money going directly to SFS to help the homeless and disabled veterans. Additionally, the organization, which is a fully licensed 501c3, is currently accepting donations for items to include in the auction. Particular items of interest are star player autograph cards and autograph memorabilia. If you'd like to donate items, please contact Signatures for Soldiers on Twitter at SIGS, the number four soldiers. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Very good. Yeah, short but sweet. And Bryce Young was the first pick in the NFL draft. So Carolina definitely wanted a new quarterback and they think they got their man in Bryce Young. I'll tell you what, if he was not the height that he is, he would really have a shot to be something, something special. But he would be the smallest quarterback in the NFL starting today. And I think he's one of the smallest, if not smaller than Kyler Murray. So. Because everybody's to, on it, right? Well, I might have to switch to ESPN because I have that up on another browser and they have they have Bryce Young showing. Anyway. Yeah, he would be smaller than Kyler Murray. So, we'll and also slender, more slender too. He's only about 100. Didn't you say 175? 175, 180, something like that. I mean, he may start around 190, 195 when the season begins. But as the season goes on, I mean, he does drop weight. And... um I think it's going to be tough for him to keep weight on. So hopefully durability is not an issue for him through his NFL career. 
I mean, you look at what happened to Tua in Miami, and you don't want to wish that upon any quarterback or any player. But when you have a guy that small being surrounded by big trees, I mean, it's something's going to fall hard eventually, I guess. What what do you think was the talk recently about Will Levis potentially having going at number one? Do you think that was just misdirection or do you think, you know, I've learned over the years covering the draft that anything that you hear two weeks prior and moving towards the draft day is all a smokescreen. It's all just what either agents are putting out there or what GMs are putting out there to reporters, either to move up a guy's stock for some reason to get interest from other teams. It's, it's all baloney. You never really know what's going to happen on draft day, but I think that's just all scuttlebutt for us as fans uh, and, and pundits to actually talk about and to create some interest in draft day. Although I don't think you really need to create interest. I think there's already interest in draft day. So yeah, so that's sure. all it is really to me. It's just, it's just something of a smoke screen. All right. Well, Okay. Wow. Okay. Houston goes with a quarterback. Is that ESPN's tracker? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to them. ESPN. I think he will if Arizona doesn't drop out. But yeah, you know, I think he. Okay. I. The only thing that can happen here where I think Will Anderson doesn't go three is if a team trades up the three to probably get Levis at this point or well, Richardson or Richardson. I mean, the Cardinals are on it at the clock at three here. I mean, are they, are they ready to move on from Kyler Murray? Do you think? No, they just, no, yeah. no, they got a new head coach there. Yeah. They, I think they're set on Kyler at this point. Um, so I don't know if, why you would want to take Will Anderson. Well, the guy that they hired is Jonathan Gannon, who was the Eagles defensive coordinator. So he's coming in there with, I would believe, a defensive mindset to try to build up that defense. And Will Anderson being probably the top defensive player in the draft other than Jalen Carter, that would probably be the impact type of player that they're looking for off the edge. Okay. That's what would make sense to me. In my mind, I keep, as you're talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, Will Anderson. For whatever reason, I keep playing Anthony Richardson and sure. Will Anderson. Will Anderson, my... right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Suns. But I could see a team moving up to this pick for Anthony Richardson. I could see that happening right now. But yeah, if that's kind of what it, I was alluding to. Yeah, if the Cardinals keep it, I would say that Will Anderson's the pick. Okay. All right. Well, we have, again, a um, couple of box break segments just because I wanted to separate some things out to keep an eye on the draft tracker tonight. we got three fun products. Uh, first, we're going to take a look at Panini Revolution NBA basketball and then uh, Sage High Series football. Bryce Young has autographs in here. C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, uh, Will Anderson. Nice. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. And then um, a fun product from Upper Deck. Yeah. Uh, that's sure to make us all laugh. Upper Deck, Jay and Silent Bob. I'm already reboot. laughing. Reboot. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be let's be blunt about this, right? You know. Sure. Um. All right. So let me switch my camera here. We're high on fun tonight. So kicking things off this evening with Panini Revolution NBA basketball for the 2023 season. Eight parallels, four inserts, four rookies in every box. So guys, go out to the GoGTS Live Twitter account right now, and the tweet is out there regarding Panini Revolution. Please retweet it. Please follow us and watch until the end of the show to have your chance to win the hits out of this box. So again, if uh, you're just watching right now, we had to change things up because of a new Twitter I, um, API. So go out to the Twitter account right now and retweet the tweet regarding Panini Revolution. All right. This is always a fun rip, Revolution. What is it, the Galactic Parallels that are one ones yeah, the Galactic, um, I don't think they're numbered one of one, but they are the um, the top hit. This. Vortex. Always fun. Chris Libert. Oh, we did get an auto. Oh, hey, nice. DeJounte Murray, that's awesome. That's a good How one. How about that? First year Atlanta. Nice. Even though he was... I think there's four the autos game. in a case, if I remember right correctly. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a big one. That's a boom. Oh, they they play at five thirty. Darius Garland. Pascal Sankan. Always fun designs on Revolution. Yeah. And I'm looking to the chat if anybody sees like a weird thing that we miss. Patrick Baldwin Jr. Hey, does it say he went to University of Milwaukee on the back? It does not. No, bummer. That's my guy. <laughs> Rookie Revolution, Keegan Murray. It's nice. Yeah. He had a big game, Trey Young. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate the fact that they tell you what they are. Like that was a fractal. On cool. the back, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fractal. Trey Young. Yeah, he had a huge game the other night. And bam. So in each box, you get four rookies, four inserts, and eight parallels. Actually, the one of one, Rob, are Kaleido. Oh, okay. Supernova. Trey Young. Hawks box. Buddy Hild. Carl is. Anthony Towns. Jalen Green. Franz Wagner. Yeah, sorry to see about your Timberwolves there, James. Hey, it's a, it, they weren't up against the one seed. Yeah. And they were down two of their key players. They played hard. It was good to see Ant play really well. It was good to see them in the playoffs. Vince Pick is Williams in. Jr. Rookie. We'll get to then the draft tracker after this break. Rookie parallel, Christian Coloco. 
and that design is Astro with the stars. That's one of my favorites in Revolution, the Astro. Donovan Mitchell and Tyler Hero. Jalen Suggs. I like the stars in the back. It's always fun. Vortex, Jaden Ivy. Nice. Ooh, there we go. Nice little Astro. Yeah, cool. Laurie, most improved. This has like a gold effect. Is that supposed to? Is that something more? It did kind of have a. I think that's just the yellowish color. Okay. Kind of to go with that. It's nice looking. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Andrew Wiggins, Gordon Hayward. I think these are one of the more underrated products out there, Revolution. Especially there's just price. so much going on. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right. There's just so much going on with them and the parallels and yeah. everything that goes on with it. It's great. I think Panini has been very successful between this line and even Prism, showing that you can use just ink and paper as assets right. and still deliver value to the collector. Sure. I mean, look at something like that. I mean, Brandon Ingram. Very eye catching. Very That's nice. A groove. Ah. Yeah. Will Anderson got taken third. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. Sorry, James. Houston traded back up to three. Uh, Arizona didn't they, take they got him yeah, yeah. we'll wow. get to the draft tracker after this break wow okay wow okay it's unbelievable Shockwave. NFL draft night you never know Benedict Matherin shockwave that's beautiful that's a rookie yeah Marcus Smart, Astro, Josh Giddy, Miles Turner, Jeremy Grant. I think we talked about this before too, Rob. Um, we talked to, just because we're in marketing, we know what it costs to to print. I can only imagine what these actually cost oh. to print. There's just so much going on with the technology and. I, I mean, people may complain about pack prices because of the cards, but this is a very nice price point for cards that are this well done and the amount of foil and just everything that goes on with the technology. It's so much bang for the buck. For sure. Got a special here, number to 99, Cosmic Variety. Alpra. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome. He's a fan favorite. Shengun. Is that how you say his first name? Shengun? No, Alperin is his first name, and then Shengun. Okay. Is his last I mean, his last yeah, name. Yeah, Sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, Tyrus yeah. Halliburton, Giannis, and Davian Mitchell. All right, we're going to do two winners. Uh, one winner will get the DeJounte Murray auto, and another, I'll go back here and pull some shiny goodness so sure shiny I guarantee goodness. that that number to 99 will be in there 
All right. Nice. So pause in the box break action. We're going to do two things. Um, well, let's go to the tracker. Let's give the poll question a little bit more time to breathe. Um, and so Will Anderson. So Arizona wanted that defensive force. Wow. That is awesome. Oh, so look at that. Because okay. Houston had, what, the 12th pick. Is that correct? Yeah, so they had the 12th pick. So they moved from 12 to 3. So they must have given up a few picks, I would imagine, to get up to that high. Um, but uh, to get back-to-back picks, Stroud and Anderson, that's phenomenal for the Texans. Wow. That's... That could be franchise changing for those guys. Um, wow! Potentially having a franchise quarterback and then a leader on defense—that's that's awesome. Congrats! Oh, wow! That's a lot, but you know what? Anderson—he's legitimate. He's a very good defensive player. So knowing that the Cardinals new guy is a defensive mind, it's interesting that they interesting. Hmm. I'll tell you what, though, it's probably that was probably a deal that they just could not say no to getting a first round pick next year, a second round pick this year and still having the 12th. I mean, that's just that's just being blown away and saying, all right, we fold. (laughs) They probably want to go with Anderson, but that's just a lot to give up because if the Houston Texans go to form and they struggle this coming season, that pick next year could be easily a top five pick again. So it makes sense for them. All right. Oh, well, okay. Okay. So that's better then. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. But still a very good deal for the Cardinals to get all of that. That is a very good deal. Yep. Yeah, we'll react live. Um but uh, let's bring up the stage boxes. I've got it here in the scene. Yeah. Well, I would up. say I would say Anthony Richardson here with the Colts. Or Levis. Or Levis. I would say Richardson because I think the Colts will probably go with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback. Oh, okay. For and a whole so, year, and then so they'll do they'll redshirt Richardson. Correct. So I think Shane Steichen, he was with the Eagles. He had Gardner Minshew. He knows the system. I think they'll get a quarterback to build around for the future. I think Anthony Richardson is the right call if they want to go with it. In the chat, NJ Sensation makes a good point. They gave up a lot, and like Will Anderson better be like uh, <laughs> he 10 better. year, 10, 12 year. Like, yeah. oh, here we go, Anthony Richardson. Let's get is that draft. Tra- okay. There we go. It's a very good choice for the Colts. Yeah, I've done this before. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, why don't you Ooh, tell our there? viewers what there. your involvement was in an aspect of professional football? Sure. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I was a director of player personnel for three different franchises in the Arena Football League over a six-year span. So, you know, how it goes in the Arena Football League, teams fold, go away. But um, I was with Georgia, I was with New Orleans, and I was with Washington. So I was their director of player personnel. I would recruit and sign players, uh, did transactions. Unfortunately, I had to cut players. That was always a tough one. Um, helped make trades, had to have meetings with coaches. And um, so I was there basically their, um, we had a general manager and head coach, but I was doing a lot of the other stuff in terms of calling teams and fielding offers and making trades. Uh, See, guys, you, you didn't so, know that GoGTS Live had their own in-house scout, did you? <laughs> and I don't really, I never brag about nothing, Rob. You know that stuff. So I know, uh, I know. But, but I mean, I, me personally, that was a fun experience. So, and also I covered the draft for numerous years for Fox Sports and CBS. And um, so that was always a lot of fun. So that was uh, a part of my life that's in the past, but I have a lot of feelers out there still. I still have a lot of connections. So it's always <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, all right. We're going to um, move updating the poll question, James, to after yeah, yeah, we'll uh, the Matt Strahan segment. We're ready with Sage. All right. So, uh, all right. Sage was kind enough to send us two boxes. We're going to break one tonight. So, Nice. Uh, my left or my right? There's pressure here, Rob. There is pressure. Left. I'm going to go right. You're going to go right? Okay. I'm going to go right. All right. Sorry, James, but I'm going to go right. It's all right. Oh, Feeling can't. that out. I can't use some other manufacturer's cutter on this box. So guys, again, the sage cutter. You have to go out to the GoGTS Live Twitter account right now and retweet the tweet that's at the top of the page. It shows Bears fans going crazy as the GIF because they had Justin Fields last year. Um, so go out there and retweet that. Also, make sure that you're following us so you have a chance to win the hits at the end of the show. All right. So 16 autographs guaranteed. Select boxes have. 32 autographs. Uh, we did take a look at one of those last time from low series. So seven cards per pack, 16 packs per box. Some of the things we're going to be looking for um, are <laughs> peak performance autographs, next level on card autographs, and Sage all rookie team autographs, exclusive gold level parallels, one of one art gallery sketch cards, and sneak peek autographs. Nice. So. Pretty loaded. A lot of good prospects. There he is, your number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Nice. So three quarterbacks were taken in the top four picks. All rookie team, Quentin Johnson. 
There he is. There's Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama. Next level on card signature, Isaiah Isaac Rex. Okay. Isaac Rex. Tight end out of TCU? Or BYU? BYU, maybe. Maybe. Oh, we got two autos. Nicely nice. done, Chris. All right. Cephas Johnson, the third. I picked the quarterback. Miles right. Murphy, Eric Gray, Nathaniel Tank Dell. Nice. I'm going to be collecting Anthony Richardson's cards. That's just me personally. Out of the University of Notre Dame. He's a good one. Mayor. Yeah, he's a good one. A lot of talk of him going to Dallas. There's a betting favorite to be first tight end taken. Sure. Jack Campbell. Zach Charbonnet. I like Zach Charbonnet. Israel Ambanakinda. LSU wide receiver, running back, yeah. And, oh, nice. That's a nice nice one. one. Jordan Addison, numbered to 100. That's a boom. Sharp. Wow. Boom. He's a good one. Very cool. Probably the third or fourth wide receiver taken. Devin Witherspoon. Conroe Miller. Trey Sharpsfire. Shropshire. Yeah, what, what you said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bryce Young, all rookie team. Nice. Miles Murphy. Yeah. Oh, Bryce there you go. Young. Is that a parallel? That Some is a bronzy. Yeah. And it's glossy too. Nice. They're all glossy. Number to 100, Jeremy Cooper. Okay. Outside linebacker. And who can read upside down? Jimmy Phillips. Jimmy Phillips. Not bad, although. Jair Brown. Lindsey Scott Jr. Cedric Tillman. Nice. Bijan Robinson. Yeah, he should go soon. Devin Witherspoon. Titus Swen. Noah Gindorf, tight end. Another on card next level, this one. Sharon Hall. Yeah. Nice. He should be about maybe a fifth or sixth round pick. Quarterback. Chris, we've got a question for you in the chat. Okay. Chris Brown wants to know your thoughts on two receivers, Jackson Smith, Njigba, and mm-hmm. Zay Jones, Zay Flowers. 
So I really like uh, Smith and Jigba. I mean, his brother, if you'll know, he's his brothers in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. He's um, he was in the major leagues a little bit, but I mean, he's a very good wide receiver. Um, we were talking, I think, beforehand about the Bears and what they may do with Paris Johnson, Ohio State kid as well. I could also see Smith. Jake Whoa, wait a second. Number well. to just 10. Another Ooh. next level nice. card auto. This one of Darius Davis. Number to just 10. Nice. Very nice. That's okay, very resume. Nice. <laughs> but uh, Smith and Jigba, I could definitely see him being a very good receiver. Probably a number one type, number two type. And the other one was Jordan Addison. Is that correct? Oh, Zay Flowers, Boston. Oh, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. I mean, he's a speedster, a guy who can be very good in the slot. I think he could be a deep threat as well. Um, both are going to be first round picks. I could see Zay going, believe it or not, higher than Smith and Jigba. He's getting a little bit more love right now. But they'll probably both go in the teens, I would imagine. Um, very like good players, both of them. Looks like we have a serial number card in the back of the pack. And pick is in at number five, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Ooh. Illinois to Seattle. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Ahead of Will Levis, huh? Mm-hmm. Nobody came up for him. I'm surprised. They didn't go D-line. I actually like Christian Gonzalez, who I actually <laughs> met in right. the Dallas airport yeah. on my way to... Uh, Vegas. Another serial numbered Ooh. card. This one to a hundred. Brian Breesy. Nice. And it looks like we got a peak performance. Our peak performance is Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller. Sage does a very nice job with these cards. Really nice. And they're loaded. DJ Turner. Well. All right, Chris. Not every box has 32. Every well, box we got does right have at least does, 16. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the right one. So the people who are watching, you're fortunate tonight because you're going to get some nice hits. I like these next level inserts on the horizontal side linebacker Ryan Greenhagen Tim Demarant Jamie Robinson safety nice signature yeah keep keep that up and Jared Hall. Hall yeah Berto. 100. I always like the, the sleeper quarterbacks that we pull from this product. Luke Van Ness, Zach Charbonneau. He's going to be a good running back, Zach Charbonneau. Noah Gindorf. Little gremlin lives in my desk every once in a while. This drawer next to me likes to roll open. Hmm. Cedric Tillman, next level insert. Not only the magic closet, you got the magic drawer. DJ Turner. Jake Hayner. Now, somebody was saying they like him. I remember, was that you? 
Me? Um, I didn't mention no. Jay Hayner. Is that you, James? Oh, that's a nice one. There you go. Number yeah. 200. Oh, your wow. boy, Zach. Zach Charbonnet. He's a very good running back. That's a very nice pull. I'm going to say that's a boom. You boom, can boom, read every letter in that kid's signature, too. Yeah. Yeah. He gave it to you nicely. Good and it's nicely cursive. centered on that sticker. Wow. He's a good one. We've pulled several nice cards already. Drew Sanders. And parallel, Will Anderson Jr. Devon Achene. Yeah, he's a good running back, too. He'll probably go in the second round. Luke Schoenmacher. I guess everyone knows I'm an Eagles fan. So yesterday I had to, had to message the GM of the Eagles and tell him who I want it. So. Arizona traded back up to number six with Detroit. Did they really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Joey would, Porter Jr. I'm going to say probably Jalen Carter. Right? Yeah, that yeah. would make the most sense. Now you got ammo to do it. I could either see Jalen Carter or Christian Gonzalez. Another serial numbered card, Josh Downs, wide receiver out of North Carolina. Owen Papo. Okay. Next level insert. Cephas Johnson the third and EJ Jenkins. There you go. Oh, rookie team, Zach. Luke Van Ness. Eric Gray Parallel. John Torchio. Looks like. Nice. Safety for Wisconsin Badgers. Or Utah. Utah. Could be. Kendra Miller. Daniel Forbes, Titus Swen, Malik Knowles. I'm seeing a lot of first round, second round type prospects in this, so that's always nice. Chase Brown. Emmanuel Forbes. He should be a first rounder. Clayton Toon parallel. Yeah, he's a mid-round pick. Running back Toa Tua. Nice. Tim Demerat. Quarterback. Cam Smith parallel. Jaron Hall. Jaden Reed. I always love the, uh, the, I guess, uh, the hidden gem quarterback autographs because you never know. You never know who's going to turn out. This is true. 
It really is. It's part of the fun. For sure. Trey Palmer. And the cool thing is, Sage may only have that kid's autograph for a little while, too. So that's always cool. Christian Gonzalez. Parallel. There's Noah Gindriff. Another on card. Jacob Copeland. Nice. Level signature. Beautiful. Receiver out of Florida. Yeah. Okay. Jordan Addison, all rookie team. He's a good one. Charles McKelland. And Michael Wilson. Cardinals select Paris Johnson Jr. Ooh. He was moving up the boards, I heard a lot, but I didn't know number six overall. Wow. All right. John Torchio. Luke Musgrave. Parallel. Wide receiver. Daywood Davis. Nice. He's got he's got color matched braids going on. I like it, Chris. I knew you would like that. Look at that match to the helmet. That's a new parallel they should do. <laughs> color color match braids. Nick Hampton. Nice. Another good cursive signature. The only thing that'll make that card even better the color match would be if it was a red foil. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Braden Willis. I wonder if the Raiders will go Will Levis. Speaking of. Yeah. Levis. Nice. All rookie team. Cam Smith. Cleland again. Another. All right. On card. This one, Hassan Hall. We like the on cards. Next level signatures. Josh Hayes. On card autographs in general are next level signatures. They are. Yes. Jamie Robinson, Jay Kaner, Michael Mayer. Two packs left. All right. Hey, we've got some good stuff. Dalton Kincaid, all rookie team. Daniel Forbes, Darius Davis. Wide receiver, Cade Warner. Nice. Another wide receiver. It's like Kansas State. Number to 100, Deuce Watts. Beautiful. Cedric Tillman. Eric Gray. Jalen Brooks. All right. Last pack? Last pack. All right. So for a banger, although the Zach Charbonnet out of 100, that's a really nice one. Cedric Tillman. Ronnie Hickman. 
Rakeem Jarrett parallel? Uh. Uh. Sneak peek autograph. Uh. Number uh. to 100. Yeah. Hamari Huggins Bruce. Well, all right. Nice. And another Deuce Watts. Beautiful. Xavier Hutchinson. Keaton Mitchell. Daywood Davis. And peak performance, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, been seeing his name a lot in this box. All right, so. 32 autographs and I threw that peak performance in there too. So we're going to do um, five winners. Okay. At least six autographs. Three winners will find looks like to be an extra card including Two winners will get an extra autograph. So six, uh, five winners, six autos. Is that what I said? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to do winner one through five, and then that's at least, yep. There we go. And did we get a tweet out for that one too? We did. Or did we get, okay. All right. Where are we at with the draft tracker, boys? And the first two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks in the top four. Okay. I would say the last two picks have been a little bit interesting in terms of you know where they went not necessarily who they went to but where they went um i would imagine the raiders are looking hard at will levis here though they're like we can't believe he's here or yeah now we have to look at him and also they have to look at him really hard and wonder if he could be their franchise quarterback because he does have talent it's just to me he's more of a boomer bust kind of guy he could really be great or he can kind of bust out but um he has a lot of potential and the raiders could use a quarterback well who's there besides gannon they got garoppolo oh okay you mean car they had car 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 yeah yeah car was he was gone but yeah they have garoppolo so they need a quarterback now i guess it just comes down to is levis that guy is levis that guy Exactly. Hey, I'm gonna see if uh, we keep the draft tracker up here before we get to our upper deck. Jay and Silent Bob. I'm gonna see if I can put the all rookie team. To, oh no! I was tr- gonna try to put a set together for somebody, but we did not get a CJ Jay Stroud. I know for a fact. Oh no! I don't remember his name. No. Yeah. Shucks. We got Bryce Young. 
got Joey Porter. We got Quentin Johnson, Mayer, mm-hmm. Levis, Charbonnet. Did we get a Bijan Robinson? I think we did. We did get a Bijan Robinson. Came really close. Yeah. Really close. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Sage. Perfect product to break on draft night. A pretty cool thing that I heard today about Bijan Robinson is that he does have an NIL deal with a mustard company where it's Bijan mustard. Nice. Cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. I do. Pretty like clever that. marketing. Yeah. That is. Okay. Now for an entertainment product, who doesn't like a good Jay and Silent Bob movie? Or who doesn't appreciate a good Kevin Smith movie anyway? So let's see. We've got each box contains one auto or sketch card, one blueprint relic card, 13 parallel or numbered parallel cards. What are yeah. the insert sets in this? The insert sets. Boochie boochies. Uh, <laughs> uh, so inserts. Uh, well, they have sketch art. They have black and white sketches, cartoon style sketches, uh, Jalen Silent Bob reboot sketch cards. Uh, the inserts. Let's see here. So they got Snoochie Boochies, Snoogans. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Berserker. Um, yeah. So, they, <laughs> so they're the parallels. Um, they don't necessarily have like inserts other than the sketch cards, doesn't look like. But they have these blueprint relics too, um, which I found pretty interesting. Wow, look how old everybody's getting, including myself. <laughs> oh, first pack, Jennifer Schwalbach Smith. That's his Miss wife. Mackenzie. That's fun. That's Kevin Smith's wife, yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic. Wow, first pack. Went to the right side. Those two are the biggest clowns, but they're hilarious. I really liked, um, I don't know, I don't think it's still on, but I I did really appreciate that show out of their store. Um, Secret Stash. Comic no, Book Man? Comic Book Man. Was yeah. that the one? Yeah. Yep. That was good. Oh, Jason Biggs. All right, convention badges. They're they're numbered, I believe. They should be. Maybe not, not. all. Not all of them. No. Yeah, people showing love for comic book men in the chat. Just to give you a heads up, we're having a really bad storm here in Tampa, so if I have lights out, I apologize. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Just got a little notice here. Good to know. Yes. Convention badges. Dan Folger. Fogler. 
that's definitely a parallel though. Yeah. Right. Numbers. Yes, it is. Yeah. Parallel. It's a parallel. It, it's, some of them here are numbered. Um, I so I guess like that one doesn't have a number. would be the parallel in that case. Yeah. There's a parallel. Brian Johnson as himself. Yeah. It's always fun to see movie cards. I do appreciate them. I'm still waiting for somebody to come out with space balls. <laughs> Keith Coogan as himself. I want, I want a ooh. There's a blueprint relic card. Kevin Smith as himself. Those That's are one fun. per box. Yeah. That's cool. It looks like, like there's a little space on the bottom there for an autograph by Kevin Smith. I bet there are some yeah. that are. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want a Lord Helmet rookie card? I would love it. Purple parallel. Kevin Smith takes center stage, numbered to 799. That's a very funny sequence in the movie where he plays himself. It's, it's very, very silly and fun. More convention badges. And convention badge parallel. Oh, I guess those are, yeah, they maybe just be more, because they're not. Convention badges appear numbered as part of the base set. Okay. Ooh, there we go. That's a number Shnuggins, one. Nuggins, numbered to seven ninety nine. Yeah. Ming Chen as himself. <laughs> so yeah, the Snuggins are numbered to seven ninety nine. Snoochie Boochies are numbered to four ninety nine. And there's black and white ones that are numbered to one thirty seven. Never heard of one thirty seven. Well, that's a popular number in the Kevin Smith. Thirty seven oh. is specifically. Yeah, right, right, right. But I see they did the one thirty seven. Yeah, they had to make oh. it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> her name in the movie is Jihad. Mm -hmm. Snoochie Boochies. There you go. Waiting for a big James Vanderbeek pull here.
Berserker. <laughs> How Silent Bob got away with not saying a word in the movie is awesome. Kevin Smith was the, one of the guests at at the last um, Upper Deck conference mm -hmm. pre-COVID. And uh, he did an awesome Q&A panel with uh, um, Bobby Orr. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, Joy Lauren Adams. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of... She was in uh, Big Daddy. Yeah. Long career. There he oh, is. Yeah. There's Vanderbeek. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson. Yeah, I love Dawson. Pull those colored parallels out. All right, last row, three packs. Right. <laughs> oh, Diedrich Bader. I forgot how many people that were in this. I know, right? Tons. Schnuggins, seven ninety nine number. That's a cool one, Jason Mewes. Yeah, nice. Guys, don't forget to go out to the GoGTS Live Twitter account to retweet the tweet that's been out there. So if you've been paying attention to the Twitter account, you've already retweeted. But if not, please go ahead and do so if you want some of the hits from this box. That's cool. Classic. Yeah. Photo. All right. And our last pack. There's Ooh, a black and white. That's one. a black and white, right? And that's, and that's numbered. numbered to 137. Walt yeah. Flanagan as himself. And Walt was, I think, my favorite character from comic book. Mm -hmm. he, he ran cool. the shop right oh that's yeah. one of my favorite guys <laughs> tommy chong <laughs> yeah, i love tommy chong fun stuff okay we're gonna do three winners one person's gonna get the ms smith auto another one's gonna get the relic and the other one's gonna get the numbered parallels Three winners. So three, four, five, ten total winners tonight. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. In fact, no, you go ahead. Oh, it's got to be Jalen Carter. Well, that's who I 
texted the GM to pick. So it better be Jalen Carter. So let's go. <laughs> well, but Tyree Wilson, though, at number seven is an interesting pick. That's um, it's a very we, good pass rusher. We knew B. John Robinson would would was going sooner or later. Sure. And the Falcons have been rumored um, in the recent days that they liked him a lot. Um, but I, I mean, number five, six and seven were to me a little bit of a stretch, but good players overall. Just a little bit surprised at where they went. See if I can find something to show you guys. Yep. So there's Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. He's wearing a nice pink jacket there. Yeah. And there's Mr. Aurora on the other side. Fun. Beautiful. It's me and my boss. Where was this at? Chung. Upper Deck uh, Certified Diamond Dealer Conference. Nice. And That's really cool. We all got a Bobby Orr autograph photo. You got to meet Bobby? Yep. Oh, nice. Nice I man. Sh I shared the cup with Bobby Orr. Like Did that. you? That well, that's what it says on the photo. Yeah, oh, that's what it says. Okay. That's great. I like that. And then let's see from another year. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I can't make that. Is that Omo oh, Bamba? <laughs> He's a little tall. Yeah. Oh, let's see. This was my favorite. This was next one was my favorite year. Ah, uh, do I see Patrick Wah? Yeah. My favorite goaltender. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. He was the yeah. man. I mean, how special is that? That's beautiful. And I mean, the, the cool thing about Patrick Wah too is yeah. he he really took time to speak with everybody. And he was kind of getting mad at the upper deck staff that were <laughs> shoot, trying to keep the line moving because he just wanted to talk to people. He was sure. really enjoying himself. It was cool. It was yeah. Very Always a fan of Patrick Wall. I mean, he's a, if anyone's a fan of hockey cards and wants to collect just a great player and a great goaltender, Patrick Wall is the one. For me, at least. All right. What are we doing next here? Hey, let's, uh, while we're at a pause in the action, let's update that poll question. Sure. All right, let's see, a little refresh here. Uh, up to over 103 votes and no hitters 40.8, second place career shutouts, so. About where we thought. About where yeah. we thought. Yeah. Not too bad. All right. But Good any stuff. one of those options could be the answer. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And while we do, you guys watch this. There's a always, it seems, a story behind someone's returning to collecting. And for MLB Pitcher and the Card Life TV host, Matt Strayan, 
That story includes his brother. Watch this. My collection was Minnesota Twins or Darren Erstead. Darren Erstead was kind of a legend in our household. My parents would buy the complete sets and my brother and I would go through, pull out all the twins and any Darren Erstead card we liked. And then we would pick through, get all of our Minnesota Twins out and then go to our friends and see if they'd give us their twins for other players that they wanted. So most of my collecting was just the players I idolized and stuff like that, not necessarily looking at for the rarity of cards. Didn't really get into that until about 2018 when my brother brought it back to me. Came to me and he was like, hey, like opening these cards and selling them and doing all this stuff. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then he brought a box over and just the, that one box of opening it brought me back to being 10 years old. And I was like, okay. And then next, next thing you know, every day on my way home from the field, I drove by a Target and I'd pop in there, grab two or three of those blaster boxes. And then 2020 hit and obviously fans weren't allowed to come to the stadium. So that's kind of where stadium pulls started. Bring the fans into the stadium that they'd been shut out of and uh, just give them that experience with me. And again, it's just makes me feel 12 again. And it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. and. I enjoy doing it with my little brother. I mean, that's a sick card. That is such a sick card. The personal value is way more than the money value of what the card brings to you. So that, that's kind of what I look at. Anyone who does follow stadium pulls did see I hit a super fractor Pete Alonzo. Oh my gosh. I am shaking right now. Oh my goodness. No offense to Pete Alonzo, I'm going to try strike you out every time, but I love looking at that card and that is my first ever Super Fractor and I don't know if there's a dollar amount someone could offer it for me. The Slam Diego card, number to 49 in blue and I got it signed by all four of them. San Diego Padres hit four Grand Slams in a row. They had a Slam Diego card and Manny, Will, Haas, and Toddy were gracious enough to sign it for me. I, uh, I think I ordered 20 of them and ended up getting two parallels. And they signed those and I gave them the rest. And uh, those cards were right next to Pete Alonso. They ain't leaving and uh, they're, they're something else. All right. Good stuff as always. All right. We, in addition to Sage High Series Football and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, we have five other new releases this week to tell you about, and we'll detail them all here in our weekly Hot in the Shop second segment. Um, <laughs> And we're going to go to the gridiron appropriately enough with Panini Contenders Optic NFL football cards for 2022. Uh, quick rip, 20 box case, one pack, six cards. You're getting two autos, one parallel, one insert, and two base cards in every box. Contenders and Optic mashup of two great brands and the one great product. Returns to the gridiron this year with stunning on. Optichrome technology and look for not one, but two all new case hits this year. Of course, be on the lookout for on card rookie ticket autographs from some of the biggest names in the 2022 rookie class, including George Pickens, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Chris Olave, Kenneth Walker, Bailey Zapp. If you don't know him by now, you've been sleeping. 
all new this year, celebrate the initiation of the game's greats into the gold jacket club with the all new signature set induction ticket autographs. Hall of Famers getting some love. I love that. Be on the hunt for throwback recreations of some of the game's most iconic rookie ticket autographs from Wes Welker. Matthew Stafford, J.J. Watt, and more. More on-card autographs and 2002 Contenders throwback rookie autos. And then the two new case hits. Um, Be on the lookout for now contending and legitness. Legitness Mm -hmm. is high-action photography shots, now contending rookie superstore or legends a lot more to detail about this but uh, check it out for yourself on gogts.net multiple parallels and the checklist is up on gogts.net 2023 panini prism ufc trading cards delivers two autograph cards plus 22 prism parallels and 12 inserts in every box Prism UFC returns to with another opening bout and an abundance of hobby-exclusive Prism Parallels. The configuration is 12 boxes, 12 packs, and 12 cards. New throwback signatures features the top UFC fighters of yesterday today uh, on the iconic 2012 Prism design. Championship signatures chase UFC's top title list in the exclusive autograph insert. Look for an abundance of colorful prism parallels, including hobby exclusive versions numbered to as low as one of one that feature um, the best UFC fighters of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The inserts, you can find 12 of those in a box. Find a roster of compelling inserts, including the return of ultra rare color blast, dominance, all out, fearless. The checklist is loaded. There's a lot of great stuff to see in this. There's a color blast right now of Islam. Great, 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 great UFC fighter. Check out the checklist on gogts.net. It's up. UFC Panini Prism. Get it today. We have a alternative skew of Prism Basketball also releasing this week in the form of Fast Break. Fast Break has an auto 12 Prism, six inserts, and a rookie variation in every box. Uh, It's a 20-box case, 10 packs, nine cards per pack. Look for Fast Break exclusive autographs and Fast Break exclusive gold and black parallels. Inserts, popular inserts, return like Prismatic, Fireworks, Widescreen, and Fearless, but look for the new Luck of the Lottery insert. Prisms, tons of them. Fast Break exclusive Prisms, blue numbered to 150, red to 100, purple to 75, pink to 50, bronze to 20, neon green to 5. Find the top players from around the league, including the new 2022-23 draft class. PDF and Excel checklists are up on gogts.net. Next up, we have 2023 Onyx Preferred Players Collection Autograph Baseballs. It delivers one autograph baseball in every box. Each hand-signed baseball comes in its own wooden box and display cube with an official Onyx authenticated certified certificate of authenticity, security seal, and numbered tamper-proof hologram. Don't miss this opportunity 
at one of this year's most collectible limited edition products. Configuration is 12 boxes, one box, one autograph baseball. Um, look for MLB stars, Mike Trout, Julio Rodriguez, Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani, MLB legends, Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Stan Musial, top prospects and future stars, Gunnar Henderson, Corbin Carroll, Jackson Churio. Also, this is really cool. The Shohei Otani Kanji autograph. Fantastic. You got to love that. Dual signed autographs of Trout and Otani. Um, also, other specialty baseballs, full name signed baseballs, inscriptions, stat balls, and much more. It's a limited production. You can check out the full checklist on gogts.net. And one other product to tell you about, and it's also an autographed baseball product. This one from TriStar in the form of Hidden Treasures, New York Dynasty Edition. So one autographed baseball of a current or former Yankee player in every box. Be on the hunt for the grand treasure, a 1971 multi-signed baseball with 21 signatures, including the original captain, Thurman Munson. Uh, Case content, six players who made their Bronx debut prior to 1990 and six players who made their debut from 1990 to the present. Uh, in addition to that grand treasure, look for diamond treasures like Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle, single signed sweet spot baseballs. I mean, everyone that you think is in here is probably in here. Yogi Berra, Reggie Jackson, Whitey Ford, Don Larson, Ricky Henderson, Don Mattingly, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, Aaron Judge, Nestor Cortez, Ichiro Suzuki, and even Anthony Rizzo. Uh, find out more about this up on gogts.net. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop or at your favorite online retailer or group breaker. Okay, before we put Chris to work, I wanted to do two things. One, Chris, who did you say that you wanted the GM of the Phillies to take? The Eagles? Yes. The Eagles, um, rather. So yesterday I texted him and I said, Cause you're on like first name basis. Yeah. Like that yeah. I, I, I've, I've known, I've known him <laughs> for many years. <laughs> um, and I texted him yesterday and I said, I don't know about the kid off the field because if you go and Google his name, you can find out some stuff. But uh, I said on the field, he's a player that you go all in for. And his name was Jalen Carter. And thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, he got him at number nine. So he really didn't have to go all in. He had to move up one spot, but he got my guy. And so you got a beast at defensive tackle. Yes. And you've got a franchise quarterback in Jalen Hurts. So yep. you, you're in a good spot. And it and looks like what? last year they got Jordan Davis, who's from Georgia. They got Nicobe Dean in the third round from Georgia. And now they just got Jalen Carter in the first round from Georgia. So they're building the dogs. Nice. The dogs in Philly. I love it. Beautiful, and, and it looks like since the Bears couldn't get Paris Johnson, yeah, uh, that they were content to go with the second best considered best O tackle in the draft at Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. So nice. Um, before I turn it over to you and I did want to point out, I was going back through Sage and 
you know, 32 autographs is a lot, but we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine that were serial numbered, including one on card plus a total of five total on card autographs. So that's, I mean, that's pretty impressive right there. So thanks again, Sage. Going to put some nice packages together for you guys. All right. Um, found a great story this week about a retired FBI agent who really blazed the trail in sports memorabilia fraud cases as far as from an investigation standpoint. Fox 32 News in Chicago has more. We'll be back afterwards to announce tonight's winners. Watch this. Because not many people were, were helping people in the memorabilia market. This time of year, the wide world of sports is in full motion activity. The NFL draft tomorrow night, both NBA and NHL playoffs are underway. The MLB in full swing. Auto racing is about to rev up. And each season, sports fans spend their hard-earned money on collectible items to commemorate the GOAT for that game or <laughs> just their favorite player. In tonight's special report, we introduce you to a local man who helped blaze the trail to keep you from losing your shirt. People don't know what the hell a Nike is. What's a Converse? A shoe is just a shoe. That's what my son steps into. Thanks to sports legends like Michael Jordan, we all know now what a Nike is or a Converse. A pair of Jordan's game-worn shoes recently sold for $2.2 million because they're considered a collectible. What's the theory as to why the collectible industry has exploded to the degree it has? It's just, it's, it's something different. Um, the, that this is an every man's hobby, every man and woman hobby. I mean, you could, you could get into this hobby at any price point. Brian Brusokas got in the game when he was just a kid, when he saved up his lawn mowing money to buy this Reggie Jackson baseball card for $65. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Oh, he was boy. my guy. 44. And I, I, I got to meet Reggie a few years back, uh, helping him out on something. As an adult, Brian was still in the collecting game, but in a much, much different role. For me, it was a job. For 23 years, it was a job. It yeah. was what I did. And I know a lot of the they're good people. Some of them just made a mistake. Brian is a newly retired Chicago FBI agent. He graduated from Quantico in 2000 and went on to specialize in sports memorabilia fraud while working on the Bureau's art crime team. While he says he's not the first agent to do so, he is the one who picked up the ball and ran with And some people within the Bureau were kind of like, ah, sports memorabilia, why are we doing that? And I said, look at the money. This is the next fine art. This is the next wine. This is this is a high-end collectible. It's not something that should be, you know, poked fun at. There's good people spending a lot of money on this. I caught up with Brian in his memorabilia-filled man cave to find out more about his very unique career. Here's a Peyton Manning jersey. Peyton Manning. There you go. And we had an argument over this jersey and he thought so? it was a real... Because um, he thought it was real. Yeah. And I first mentioned the fact that we're going to investigate sports memorabilia. It was met with a hearty round of laughs. And then along came the Mastro Auction House case. This is the first show, federal show bidding case ever done, and it's the only federal show bidding case Why ever is done. it the only one? Because it's a really tough theory to prove. I got you. Um, you need to have inside knowledge. You need to know the intent of somebody as they're pressing the button to bid. In a nutshell, shill bidding is placing fake bids in an effort to drive up the price of a certain auction item. 
When the master auctions case really started to gain traction and that drew eyes to, oh my God, this is a billion dollar industry. While tracking that digital deceit, Brian and his team also wound up unraveling one of baseball's greatest mysteries about the condition of a Hannes Wagner card. At one time, it was the most expensive trading card in the world, selling for $2.8 million. Initially, was anybody were, worried about it? There was always rumors. There was always some thought about the alteration of that card, but nothing ever, nothing that you could prove. And then it happened. Mastro confessed. As luck would have it, one day um, we got it on an overhear. He talked in detail about how he altered that card. Brian likens that moment to this one. Even with those two big breaks under his belt, Brian wasn't done forging his path yet. Is there any common thread that you can draw with these people who go that direction and, and how it happened or why? It always goes down to greed. Unfortunately, it's Bill Mastro had a great business. He got greedy. John Rogers, he had a great idea that could have been a great business. He just got greedy. John Rogers was a businessman from Arkansas who Brian says came out of nowhere and shot up to become a bigwig in the sports memorabilia market. This is all John Rogers' work. So John just didn't stick to athletes. Um, you know, here is Tim McGraw, Kirk Cobain. Okay, did not sign this. Did not sign no, it. Not no, not at all. Not no, at all. Uh, Miley Cyrus didn't sign that she one. She did not. At the end of the day, he ran a $45 million Ponzi scheme based on fictitious memorabilia. In an investigation full of twists, turns, and double agents, what may be Rogers' greatest fraud involves college football's most iconic trophy. He ended up going to a trophy shop and having this plate made for Billy Sims, mm -hmm. uh, who was drafted by the Detroit Lions, put this nameplate on it, and now he took it from a $50,000 trophy to a three dollars or $350,000 trophy. In the end, Rogers got arrested, and Brian got this. To Brian, the world's best FBI agent. Great news, uh, great job on my Heisman. While Brian's collection of collectibles is mostly fake, what happened to the mountain of other memorabilia he's confiscated over the years? We destroy so many. Uh, one of my last acts as an agent was to destroy hundreds of jerseys and autographs, boxes full. But at Brian's request, a federal judge made an exception in the John Rogers case. Instead of destroying the hundreds of Louisville slugger baseball bats and balls Rogers had forged famous players' names onto, the FBI Chicago field office donated them to two inner-city youth teams. But that was a good feeling when you could do something with an object. Brian rounded out his career working on cases like the theft of Tom Brady's Super Bowl 51 jersey. Last December, he decided it was time to head for retirement. Not the smartest man in the world. I just work with really smart people. This is a great industry. It's a great hobby. It's history. Each one of these objects tells a story. Oh, yeah. Since technology has made it easier to replicate sports memorabilia, Brian has this advice for collectors. Know the history of the item you want to buy. It'll give you an idea of what it's really worth. And talk to other collectors. He says they're a great resource for information as are third-party authenticators. Last, collect what you truly enjoy. Don't focus on just the money.
All right. Uh, pretty cool story. Sorry, yeah. everybody. We lost the Skype call. We're back, <clears throat> but we're good. That guy had, I mean, talk about like learning on the job and being self-taught, but being able to pass that knowledge down to future generations of investigators. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, all right. We've got 10 winners five from sage two from revolution and three yep. from jay and silent bob reboot. <laughs> awesome well thanks guys for watching tonight and again um we had a little bit of a switch up with how we're doing the prizes so we thank you all for adjusting to that and retweeting the tweets that we sent out this evening so again to claim your prize you have to email the show gogts live at gogts.net Please include your full name, your Twitter handle, your mailing address, and of course, what you won this evening. And also, when you do retweet, you have to make sure that you're following the show on uh, our Twitter account. So let's go ahead and see who won what. So we're going to start with 2022-23 Panini Revolution Basketball. We had two winners, two great winners here. And we're going to start with the shiny goodness lot that Rob put together right there. Very beautiful and shiny. And the winner of that is at 17 sports cards. Congratulations. Next up, we have the big boom from this box, which was the DeJounte Murray autograph card. Really nice autograph here by DeJounte. And the winner of that is at Hobo Matt. Congrats there, Hobo. Thank you very much. And next we have 2023 Sage High Series Football. What better way to get it going with NFL Draft Night with this product? And we have five winners. Look at that stack right there. Winner one, at M. Balsley. Winner two, at Fishman77. Winner three, at Burlyman3. Fourth winner, at CK underscore Boston. And last but not least, at RC Hill 23. Congratulations, guys. You got some good autos coming your way. And can, you, can you tell me what the one, some a number sports cards? 17. I'm looking on the list here. I think it was 714 sports was it cards. 714. Okay. My bad. I wrote that down wrong. 714 sports cards. You got the shiny goodness lot. Yep. From Revolution. So apologize for that. 71 sports cards, shiny goodness lot. All right, let's move on to 2023 Upper Deck, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And we'll start with the numbered parallels that we pulled from the box. Really nice cards right there. And that goes to at Sweeney24. Congratulations. Next up, we have the Blueprint Relic Card of Kevin Smith, which is really, really cool. You get one of those per box. And that goes to at Zach Lehey. Congratulations there, Zach. And last but not least, I forget the woman's name, but it's Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Right? Smith. <laughs> yes, the Mrs. Smith autograph. And that goes to at Ted Dastic. Congratulations. 
And again, guys, thank you for watching. And again, to claim your prize, email the show, gogtslive at gogts.net. And please include your full name, your Twitter handle, your mailing address, and of course, what you won this evening. Thanks again, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging out with us on a draft night. Thanks, James and Chris. Thanks to Sage and Upper Deck and Panini for providing some great product for us to look at. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. But in the meantime, have a great weekend and you know what to be doing, right? Always be collecting. Good night, everybody. Thank you.